0: Hello, this is Collective Noun. For a high quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2.
1: This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom.
0: Yes, welcome back to Collective Noun Late Nights for another week. Dom, on the show tonight, I have had an experience today mm. that has brought me one step closer to being a fully fledged, qualified adult.
2: Okay, right. So, what you're you're 28 in a month or two, aren't you?
0: Mm, yeah, a little bit 28. Yep. Yeah.
2: So, is this uh, on par for when you should be becoming an adult? Do you think you're a bit late, a bit early? What do you reckon? Uh, compared to you, <laughs> I don't think I'm a good.
0: I'm not sure I'm a good benchmark <laughs> to measure yourself against. I don't know. You can make your up your own <laughs> mind, right? But I still think. Okay, so if like if 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 being an adult mm. is like getting a coffee loyalty card, yeah, and that... Ten hole punches, you become an adult. (laughs) Yeah, right. I've got another hole punch today.
2: Where where do you think this puts you? Maybe eight, maybe nine hole punches? No, probably seven. Seven. Seven's not bad. I'm up to
0: seven. I'm still waiting for the cards to arrive in the post. Yours hasn't come yet. (laughs) I don't think they punch holes for milk. They're coffee cards.
1: (laughs) This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom.
2: Now, Zach, uh, it seems every day. Uh, There's another unusual Trump story that pops up in everybody's Facebook feed coming out of America. But the one that uh, appeared over the weekend might be one of the weirdest ones yet.
0: What's happened?
2: Um, So this uh, involves his chief of staff, which in American politics, I'm pretty sure that's like... Uh, that's a very senior position. Pretty high. That's um, I think it's like the highest-ranking employee in the White House. Okay. So it's like the almost Trump's right-hand man, mm-hmm. more or less. So um, the the guy's name's Reince Priebus. He's like this political stalwart in America. Mm. He's been Trump's chief of staff, and you know, uh, often I imagine would be called upon for national emergencies, for big strategy decisions, these sorts of things. However, the stories came out that Reince Priebus was once ordered by Mr. Trump to rush into the Oval Office and exterminate a fly.
0: Right, because Trump (laughs) couldn't or didn't want to do it himself.
2: Well, it says that the president was holding a meeting in the West Wing office when he became outraged at an insect buzzing around him and Mr. Priebus was summoned into the Oval to take care of the situation for the Jomophobic
0: president. I'm surprised he didn't put up a wall to keep the fly out. (laughs) That would be what I thought he was first move would be. Well, the fly's body did get deported. Yeah, uh, I would imagine so.
2: Uh, out of the country. But yes, yeah, so this very high-ranking, very senior official got a phone call, come in, the president needs you urgently, mm. rushes in, and basically... Even said,
0: if you're a germaphobe, yes. why... Like flies, I mean, no one's afraid of flies,
2: are they? They're pretty dirty, aren't they? They carry a lot of germs, okay. flies, I'd imagine. I mean, <laughs> yeah. well, well, what do you associate with flies? Like piles of poo, do okay. you
0: know what I mean? That's well, what I've never, I, I think I'm a little bit of a germaphobe, and right. I wouldn't be concerned with a fly is where I'm coming from.
2: Okay, fair enough. Well, maybe Trump was concerned it was one of you know, those like spy flies that they have? Yes, like,
0: that's what it could have been. Yeah. From... Agent Cody Banks, the Frankie (laughs) Muniz movie.
2: Which, by the way, is one of the more underrated films in the spy genre. I'm not sure
0: if that's where they're basing their (laughs) spy tech on.
2: Uh, Donald Trump's presidency might well be basing their spy tech on Agent Cody Banks. So
0: will this chief of staff be adding fly swatter? Um, to his resume on LinkedIn.
2: Well, funnily enough, uh, since that Trump has fired this guy's chief of staff. Really? So, I don't know. Maybe he, he can't, wasn't good enough. He couldn't catch the fly. <laughs> he didn't bring a fly swatter with him. He couldn't get the fly, <laughs> and he's gone. Um, but look, off this story, we want to know thirteen ten sixty. What did your boss make you do? Because, I mean, this guy, obviously, he would rank pretty much everyone else in America except the president. The president's his boss. The president says you got to kill the fly. You kill the fly. This happens
0: sometimes, I think, because you get a boss in an organization and mm. you might come in, whether you're at the bottom or not, actually, yes. in yeah, this yeah. case. Yeah. And um, the boss just thinks, like, maybe they can use you. Mm. To run some personal errands. Because that's what happened to me. I was working in the lowliest position um, at an organisation. And I had to drop some wine off to a restaurant for... My boss to have dinner at later that night because okay, he right, wanted right. his own wine. Not yeah. only that, though, he would only drink out of his own wine glasses because they were like special crystal glasses. So I also had to drop off the wine glasses, right? And totally not business related. It wasn't in just, the... I think it was just I was running his personal errands, <laughs> which so, I was actually fine to do, to be honest, because <laughs> it was more interesting than the work I had to do back at the office. Uh, but
2: the job description when you apply didn't say wine transportation. It didn't. No? You did
0: have to have your own car, though. I oh, did. So you? I'm wondering <laughs> if he knew that there would be some wine drop-offs going on.
2: Well, the person before you kept taking the wine glasses on the bus.
0: (laughs) To be honest, with how nice (laughs) this wine was, it was probably more worth my while never to go back to the office and just take (laughs) off with the wine (laughs) than what I was getting paid. Uh,
2: 131060, what did your boss make you do? What kind of weird requests or unusual personal errands did your boss get you to run?
0: We have Brent first up. Brent, what did your boss make you do?
2: My boss made me wash his and his leading hand's car, and then drive half an hour away
0: to pick up milk for his coffee. Oh. <laughs> okay, Brent. Now you can't do that. How how
2: senior were you in this company, Brent? Was this a ridiculous oh. thing to ask?
1: Oh, I, was, oh, I was
2: low down, very low down. Right, okay. I guess that's when you can get away with it, isn't it? I mean, maybe not by the fair work standards, no. <laughs> but more in the office. I mean, you, you'd have a, a rough time asking this I just remember, I
0: actually, my cousin telling me a story about mm-hmm. how there was a rain day when he was an apprentice. Okay. So, like, usually you'd get to go home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but the boss was thinking, well, no, I'm paying these... These kids' um, wages. Yeah. So he got him to go around to their house and do yard work. But he's like, "But it was raining, so I was mowing in pouring rain." <laughs> and I'm like, "I don't think that's allowed."
2: Uh, Jed's in Brisbane on thirteen ten sixty. Jed, what did your boss get you to do?
0: Yeah, my boss got her got me to set up her daughter's eighteenth birthday party. Like, <laughs> do the decorations.
2: Uh, Jed, what what sort of industry was this? What what where were you working? This was this was
0: on a cattle property, but. It was just... <laughs> so Jed, was uh, decorations up your qualifications? No, it wasn't. It so was, how'd you yeah. go? Uh I did okay, I think. But <laughs> it was just so weird. Like I just put a candle in the corner, and that was about it. <laughs> so, you kept your job. Birthday. Did you do a good enough uh, job that uh, you kept to? You were able to keep working there. Yeah, yeah. So okay, good, you passed.
2: Yeah, well, that, yeah, look, that's what matters. I mean, you don't even if it doesn't lead on to a career in. Well, party you might get events. a
0: promotion to party planner. <laughs>
2: that's true. I'm not sure how often they're needed on a cattle property, but uh, I guess every t- a few times a year. Yeah. Um, Lockie in Melbourne. Lockie, what did your boss make you do?
0: Yeah, so I was working at Macca's at the time. Um, mm. I was 17 at the time, and the manager made me run across the road to get cigarettes for him.
2: That's uh, just running
0: uh, personal errands yeah, now.
2: The, the, we're just at the stage now where, especially if it's across the road, the manager could have gone You're themselves. just helping
0: him out with his addiction. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's it. I'm just not sure that's necessary at all. Although in saying that... Uh, Lucky
0: was also underage, <laughs> which is definitely illegal.
2: But you know what? If you if you get to the position of Mac as manager, I mean, that is one It's of a the, big power. It's, it's a, it's a lot of power. I've seen
0: them strut around the store.
2: <laughs> and and you know what? I think we have to expect that that would go to some else Does people that come
0: side. with any, like, benefits?
2: What Mac is a yeah like are you allowed
0: just to take fries out of the fryer from that (laughs) position and stuff like that?
2: I I would imagine you have you you get half an hour in the playground before it opens to the public. You get all these sort of and apparently
0: the younger employees have to go get your cigarettes
1: (laughs) right across Australia. You're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom.
0: Dom, I got one step closer to being a fully qualified adult today.
2: Congratulations!
0: I spent six hours, Mm. a full day, looking after a baby.
2: Oh, well done, Zach! That's, Thank you. That's a big milestone. Thank you.
0: I thought that would be a sound effect of uh, applause, <laughs> but uh, I uh, thought that would just automatically go off. You, we didn't. I didn't plan for it.
2: <laughs> You're severely overestimating uh, my talent on the buttons. I'm not that quick.
0: My sister, who is the mother of the baby, yep. so it's my niece. Okay. Uh, she texted me yesterday afternoon, and she said, "Like, can you babysit tomorrow? Mm. Um, the babysitter's is sick." Can't find anyone else to do it.
2: So can, can I ask? I know that you and your wife, Sarah, once looked after this baby for an afternoon. Yep. Um, Two hours. Is that Was that your CV experience? Yeah, you that's all my back?
0: experience. And right. that was literally a walk in the park. Right. We okay. put the baby in a pram and <laughs> walk her around the park. <laughs> but this was going to be much more full on. Okay, right. See, they were had no other choice. They said, like, either you can do it or mm. we're going to have to take it a day off work, right, you know, to okay. stay home and look after her. So I was like, you know, I can do it, mm. but I have very little qualification and I've never changed a nappy. And I assumed yes, I'm going to have to do that in six well, hours. How
2: often do babies feel dirty and nappy? What's, well, she, what's the ratio?
0: Well, I asked, I said, well, am I going to have to change a yeah, nappy? And she's yeah. like, yeah, probably. Okay, right. But she's like, come early tomorrow and I'll teach you how to do it. Right. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> training on the job.
2: Great. So, so basically you have just said yes to a, a task that is, it's a big, it's a big step forward. Something you're not really qualified when for. I go to sleep
0: last night thinking it's guaranteed. I have to change a dirty nappy tomorrow.
2: And that's a, that's a scary thing for somebody who's never done it before to think.
0: So I show up. Uh, she's taking me through the basics. Yep. Uh, more complicated than I thought it would be. To Is be it? honest with you. Um, okay, not more complicated, more messy. <laughs>
2: right. <laughs> well, see, because in my mind, I assume it's just a uh, they. They do their business in a neat little pile. Yep. You throw the nappy away, put a new one. Have
0: on. a real think about it, though.
2: Well, why would I, they do it in I, a neat little part? I would rather not have a real thing about it, if I'm honest. Because I look, I can imagine that babies are not particularly. Well, do you want
0: to know? What I was told when I got there this morning for my lesson. Uh, okay. Okay. So she says. So you grab their legs. Yep. and Hold them up in the air, mm. right? With the other hand, you got to do the nappy. Right. And she goes, "Here's the difficult thing, though. Yep. They squirm, mm. right? And she's like, oh. "It should be all okay oh, no. as long as I don't get their hands in it. She goes, "Because then they'll start <laughs> flicking it. And she's like, it pr- It probably won't happen. But if it does, she pulled out a change of clothes for the kid. Just throw, you know, put the other clothes in the wash or whatever and right. put them on this. But I'm like, I didn't bring a change of clothes. <laughs> <laughs> These are the only clothes can, I have.
2: Can I ask, is this all babies? I like this with... with- uh, I don't think they video? do it on
0: purpose. Right, they okay. just squirm a lot. Right. And when there's um, that on the table sure. and you have someone throwing limbs around, <laughs> things get messy.
2: Can I just say, this sounds a lot like, uh, like the training I got before my first shift at Coles, right? When yep. they said, this is how you do checkouts. And they gave me minimal training and then said, you're doing right, this for the I thought, thought you were going to
0: say someone was flinging feces. <laughs> And I thought, I worked at Coles as well. And mine was not like that.
2: I worked in a rough part of town. <laughs> yeah. it, was a, it was a hard place to work. So,
0: you know, she's giving me this crash course and I go like, is it guaranteed? Because yeah. I'm not looking forward to this. Yeah. Is it guaranteed I'm going to have to change a nappy? Mm. And she said, almost. She's like, there's a very, very slight chance that she won't go to the toilet. Mm. you know, in the six hours and you won't have to change the nappy.
2: And your, your eyes, I imagine. Oh, I this see up. hope.
0: <laughs> you see hope. So you, you I, see go, a way out. I go, how will I know yeah. if she needs to have a nappy change? And she goes, she'll give you a weird look. <laughs> And you kind of got to judge it off that. Well, so, so she'll m- look at you weird, <laughs> like right. indicating because she can't talk.
2: Yes, yeah. Indicating,
0: yeah, but, hey, you need to change my nap. Something's going on here.
2: Well, well, it's interesting because I mean, I would wonder how long you could leave the baby sitting.
0: No, you don't want to do that.
2: But like, like, so like, say, you, like well, is,
0: would you like to sit in your own well, field? Of
2: course, I'm, of course, I wouldn't. Um, but my question is, like, let's say you know your sister's coming home in five minutes, yep. and
0: you get the weird look. Do you yep. know what I mean? Would you leave it there? Right. Uh, no. No, you. Okay, I wouldn't no, because okay. I love my niece. Yeah, fair. Call. And I don't want. <laughs> them to be uncomfortable okay fair call. but i also don't want to change their nappy so i'm hoping mm. that i get through this six hours and it will be one of those glory days yes uh that has happened once in a blue moon so your sister leaves she leaves uh, about 15 starts. minutes in yep i get a look <laughs> and i'm thinking is that the look i don't know what the look is <laughs> oh, like no. i've never seen the look before <laughs> right so i go change the nappy mm. uh shoot in blanks oh, we have a there. dry run Okay. <laughs> and I thought, well, at least I've got the technique down now. So yep. I changed the nappy yes. and it was dry. Right. Then we go to put her to bed at like midday or whatever. Mm. I think like, well, I don't want to sleeping in a dirty nappy. So I'll check again just in case. I didn't see a look. No look this time. But I thought, you know, I'll check just in case. Just being uh, diligent. Changed the nappy again. Yep. Nothing again. Halfway oh. through the day.
2: You must think at this stage... I might get through this. Yeah.
0: Well, I learned later also, side note, you mm. don't have to take off the nappy to check. <laughs> so I'm burning through nappies here.
2: <laughs> right. Okay. But look, you're being diligent. You're halfway through the day.
0: We get within an hour of my sister coming home and I think I'm going to make this.
2: You're going to make this. You can and see This is going to be one of
0: those glory days. <laughs> yep. I'm going to babysit all day with not having to change a nappy.
2: Yeah. People will tell folk stories of this.
0: Then I get a look. And soon followed by a smell. (laughs) And I realized the look really has nothing to do with it. (laughs) It's the eye-watering smell that really <laughs> gives it away.
2: But it looks irrelevant.
0: So I go, I change her. It's, it, I'm not kind of sugar it. It's yep. disgusting. It's like, not really, It's really disgusting. I've heard
2: that baby poo is one of the worst-smelling poos. Mm.
0: And it's not good either because it's like it's elevated. It's <laughs> like <laughs> face high.
2: Right. <laughs> do not, you know what not, I mean? Not in a the, in the toilet
0: at the ground. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no. It's like, not a pleasant experience, but I figure, like, well, she can't do it herself. And I also thought, like... Mm. Thousands upon thousands upon thousands and thousands of humans have done this before. Yes. There is no reason to think that I shouldn't be able to do it. It's a
2: well-trodden path.
0: So I, you know, tried to harden up and become an adult. And I did it, Dom. And I changed my first baby (laughs) nappy.
2: (laughs) Congratulations. Uh, How do you feel?
0: I feel really good. And you know what it did do? Mm -hmm. It gave me an idea. I think what they should do in schools when they're doing the safe sex talk (laughs) is that at the end of it, they should bring a baby in. (laughs) and everyone should watch what goes into changing a nappy because unplanned pregnancies would never happen again. People would be so careful if they knew.
1: This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Dom's Google History.
0: Dom, you can learn a lot about someone by what they search on the internet. That's why each week we go through your Google history. Mm. I pick out my three favourite searches, and you have to explain why you Googled what you Googled. Uh, you, you told me a few before the
2: show tonight that didn't make the list and I thought they were quite embarrassing. So I'm quite scared to see what did make the cut.
0: (laughs) Yes. Well, let's kick it off. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Saturday 2.52 PM. When does sunburn reset? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. This is a really good question.
2: This is a really good question that when I explain it, you'll be like, that's a good question. Right. Right. So you know how it takes like maybe let's say, let's say it takes 10 minutes out in the sun for your skin to burn. Right. Mm. On average. Now what happens if I go out for 5 minutes? How long do I have to stay inside for before that goes back to 0? Right. Do you know like a, a, a video uh, char- a video game character yep. how when they get hit their energy like re what is that called replenishes? Yep. Like slowly, how long can you be out of the sun after you've been in it before it resets?
0: Well, I don't think it's going to be like a set amount.
2: Well, I thought it might have been. I thought it might be like my health is replenishing like in a video game. and I Because even when they the say sun. like 10
0: minutes, it'll be like on average. Right. You know, yes, based on a lot of factors, I'd imagine.
2: Well, what I found on my Googling was that uh, once it's like five minutes burnt, the, s- the cells are already damaged. Yep. And uh, not until those cells have been replenished does it So reset. were you
0: hoping that, you know, what distance can you travel before you have to get to shave? <laughs> So if I go one street away, <laughs> hide <laughs> under a tree for five minutes. <laughs> another street.
2: I was going to take an umbrella with yes. me. Just pop it up every five minutes. Well, and why wouldn't you just put the
0: umbrella up the whole time?
2: Uh, don't want to look too too weird. I don't know. Do we, actually, like, people use umbrellas yeah, for sun, don't they? It's
0: like saying oh, I wear a hat for three minutes, take oh it off gosh. for two minutes.
2: I should take. I should start using an umbrella for sun. That's a great idea. I've never thought about that. I'm gonna work. I'm gonna work on that. I've
0: never thought about that. I've
2: never thought about that, and I'm very pale. That could be a great life hack.
0: Oh jeez. <laughs> okay. Uh, Friday, two fifty three a.m. How to sing at Christmas Carol events. <laughs> I assume this isn't asking for tips on how to sing. You want to be the singer on stage
2: at a Christmas
0: carols event. And I need to point out, (laughs) it is still July.
2: Uh, For another 24 minutes, we are just about to hit August. And as we've chatted about before, August is when David Jones starts their Christmas decorations in store. So August is when the build-up starts, right, to Christmas. If you want to get in these carol events, they're competitive. You Do gotta,
0: you know that for a fact?
2: Well, I tried last year in, like, November.
0: Did you actually try?
2: <laughs> I wanted to see if I could, like, did you MC send something, some something. Did you or, send
0: some emails? Yeah, I sent some oh, emails. Dumb. You weren't <laughs> denied by Christmas <laughs> events, were you?
2: Well, they said, they said they'd love to, to look at me, but they make these decisions earlier in the year. So oh, this year, no. I, I thought, why not get in ahead of the game and get onto this in July or August? Um, it turns out that's too early, <laughs> so nothing online but yet. But also,
0: this isn't asking about em This is yes. asking about singing.
2: Well, you know, it's my dream to sing "Christmas Baby Please Come Home." Yeah, but Come you can't sing at a carols event. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't stop people at carols events often, does it? A local community carols event, surely, surely they'll let me sing "Christmas Baby Please Come Home," the Michael Bublé
0: version. Okay, well, I guess you're putting it out on the radio. If anyone's organising <laughs> a Christmas event for the end of the year. <laughs> Give Dom a call.
2: And I'm sure everyone who might be organising a Christmas event has thought, I wasn't going to think of that till November. But uh, I am available.
0: The last thing you googled? Yep. Friday, 3.22pm, how to quit cheese. <laughs> is it like an addiction, is it, for you? Are you hoping that there's some uh, craft patches out there? That's what you should get, craft singles, and just stick them straight to your shoulder.
2: Oh well, okay. You, you know, last Thursday on the show, I mentioned i just discovered you, your triple uh, cream breeze and things like that. Mm. And I said on Thursday night, I have to stop this. I'm done with cheese. Friday, I found myself in Coles with two packets of triple cream brie. That's
0: what I- they talk about, rock bottom. <laughs> Before your family has to intervene.
2: Well, I did actually say the, the article I found said if you want to g- get over something like cheese, try to get an accountability friend who can hold you accountable. So you do you want to be my accountability friend to keep me off cheese? Yeah, sure.
0: What do you need to tell me? Uh, basically, when I, was the last time you had cheese?
2: Uh, do I have to confess that? Yeah, <laughs> it was eight o'clock tonight <laughs> before I came in. I had some You've got a problem. <laughs>
0: You need to admit it.
1: <laughs> right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom.
0: This is Collective Noun's Out of Context News.
2: Making Out of Context News tonight, Harry Styles went to see Despicable Me 3. The story is incredible and it's such an amazing experience going to watch it. I haven't been like moved like that in a cinema for a long time.
0: Also, Niall Horan revealed when he's putting up his Christmas tree this year. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wear it and... Uh... Bring it out, I'm hoping somewhere in October or November would be preferable, um, but until then, you're going to have to wait.
2: And Pauline Hanson has responded to claims that she loves listening to Nickelback.
1: No, 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 I don't do that. My
0: God, I wouldn't come out and say that. That's not the case whatsoever.
1: Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom.
0: If you've listened to the show before, you'd know that each week we ask, beg, Nate, plead for five-star reviews on the iTunes podcast store, a.k.a. the Collective Noun Forum, a.k.a. The happiest place on the internet.
2: And look, Zach, it's so affordable for everybody to get on to the Collective Noun Forum. All you have to pay is a five-star rating on the iTunes podcast store. Mm. Search for Collective Now on there. Leave your five-star rating. Write whatever you want in the review and you're in the forum and we'll read it out on the show.
0: It is one of the cheapest podcast review forums mm. on the store. What do we got this week, Dom? <laughs> uh,
2: firstly, Zach, we have Erin from Tinder who's gotten in touch on the forum uh, this is, uh, we've had Usually we'll say
0: like, uh, <laughs> Tim from Adelaide. <laughs> you know. Yeah. What do you mean she's from Tinder?
2: Well, Erin, uh, her name Erin from Tinder is because we had, we spoke about Erin a few months ago on the show because I'd matched with her on Tinder and hadn't replied, remember?
0: Okay. But you deleted Tinder. Wasn't that the story? Yes.
2: Yeah. Tinder was, was gone from my phone. Is so, it back? Uh, no, it's not, no. no, no. Erin's right. back. Tinder is not. Okay. So Erin just wanted to say she enjoyed my possum story last week, yep. which was of course of, uh, me driving away from a servo and realising there was a possum in the back of my car.
0: Hitched a ride.
2: Hitched a ride and trying to get it out on the side of a freeway. And Erin has a theory that everybody in Australia has a crazy possum story. Okay. Um, and shared her own. But a few months ago in the middle of the night, uh, a possum got into her house and wreaked havoc in the kitchen. Her mum had to stop it and try to get it outside with a lot of damage done. And Erin said that she slept through the whole thing. So that's her experience of the possum encounter. She kind of just woke up to see the, the, the chaos that had been caused by the possum. Two things.
0: Mm. Uh, she has no proof that her mum just didn't have a party. <laughs> that's so true. And blamed it on a possum.
2: <laughs> Gee, the possum went through a lot of bourbon, mum. The other
0: thing is, possums do seem to, from that story... Mm.
2: It does seem that possums like to wreak havoc. It seems they're very confident as well. Uh, either very confident or just very easily confused.
0: Do possums hmm. have a vendetta against humans?
2: I think they've got a vendetta against uh, capitalism. I think they Oh, don- you think that's what it is? <laughs> yeah, they don't like the, the idea of us owning property. Well, yours and- was
0: a German-built car, though. <laughs> that's true. So that would be... <laughs>
2: Yeah, good call. Cool. Actually, a friend of mine did say that I probably had the best case scenario. And I said, what do you mean? And so they're, they're a former mechanic. Mm. And they told me that they uh, heard a story when they used to work as a mechanic of um somebody who, who had a possum get in their car, didn't know, left and went to bed and came oh, back the next shit. day. To find the car interior torn to shreds because the possum had freaked out.
0: Yeah, because it couldn't get out. Because it couldn't get out. So Mm.
2: actually, the fact that I noticed the possum is the best case a mechanic,
0: there's other people who have had possums in their car?
2: Yeah, no, this apparently happens quite a bit. They're looking for warmth and they go
0: inside cars. Having been in the car with you before while you're driving, I'm surprised the possum didn't jump out the window sooner based (laughs) on what you choose to listen to as music (laughs) and just said, you know, I'm out.
2: What, you think the possum wouldn't like the bagpipes? No, definitely uh, not. Oh, I mean, I, I don't know what a possum's tasty music is, but um, it seemed to be enjoying the ride up until the point I screamed. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon I was getting a five-star Uber rating up yeah. until I freaked out for because of the possum. Yeah. Uh, moving on now, Zach, to I'm Hungry, uh, who believes that we deserve a promotion so that everybody can enjoy me thinking about where blue tack comes from. Now, I'm not sure that's something the world's crying out for. That's do you know true. What I mean? Do
0: you, are there other adhesives that you're wondering <laughs> about the origins of?
2: Well, actually, yeah. Now I think about it. I don't know where any, how do they make sticky tape?
0: Um, probably a similar way with a, an artificial adhesive.
2: But what, like, what is an adhesive? Like, do you know what I mean? Like
0: a chemical m- compound.
2: Right. So they put some chemicals, like, in a in a, a mixing bowl together, and they're like, "Hey, this well, not a mixing bowl." <laughs> okay. They put some, uh, like, a test tube, right? And they're like, "Hey, look, probably not a test well, tube. What either, do they put it in there. Some I don't know. sort of
0: um, mm. receptacle."
2: Okay. And they're like, "Oh, look, this has become sticky. Yes. This will work, right?" That's
0: Exactly what they did. Well, here's
2: the question with sticky tape: How do they make the non-sticky side?
0: Uh, well, that's just plastic.
2: <laughs> okay. Right, so you're saying that? Okay, I think I'm with it now. That the adhesive sticks to one side, and are you sticky tape? (laughs) Well, he's on for you. How do they make double-sided tape?
0: Um, you put the adhesive on both sides. (laughs) I don't know. I haven't watched the program on it. I'm just drawing what I consider to be relatively safe assumptions. (laughs) Do you know about glue? Um, Where do you think they get glue from?
2: That's pretty dark, isn't it? Glue. I think that comes from. Does that come from like horses? That's what I heard once.
0: Oh, well, it's got gelatin in it, I think. Yeah, that must be
2: it. That it's like horse hooves create glue. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how that happens because, I mean, I I have, I imagine horse hooves aren't. aren't,
0: They're not sticking to the ground. (laughs) Because horse racing would be a lot slower in that situation. It'd just be they'd open the gates and no one would move. Oh, no, they've stood in the same position for too long again.
2: (laughs) If it's a hot sunny day, it dries quicker and they're in trouble. Um, yeah, I, I do know that glue is, uh, Should I,
0: I up. probably should, uh, I haven't considered this. Mm. Should I check glues?
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, being a vegetarian.
2: That's a good point. But if, I guess I should. Are there glue alternatives? Uh, are there I like, think there would be. they would have to be vegan glue alternatives.
0: Uh, and also, I don't use glue very often. <laughs> don't I, don't, <laughs> I don't come across it <laughs> well, too what, often in my everyday life. What
2: about when you and your wife do craft, craft time? Yeah. Um,
0: what do you? What have not do done that yet?
2: Okay, right.
0: Do you do craft time?
2: I uh, have uh, uh, only at Christmas is yep. craft time. That's when you make. You know, you get the styrofoam balls and you put like sequins in and no, I make don't know your that. Own baubles. You never done that? No. That's fun. Christmas colouring in books, those sorts of things. And do you really do? A
0: Christmas coloring in
2: book. Uh, I have. I've been known as an to.
0: adult.
2: Yeah, I did one last year. Adult coloring in books are all the rage. You know that. I'm not. Yeah, no, no but it's not
0: Christmas themed. <laughs> and when you say Christmas themed, yes. is it like holly and like mistletoe, like plants, or yeah. is it like Santa?
2: No, it's Santa and the elves <laughs> and the reindeer. That's not for
0: adults. <laughs> There is no way in the world that exists for adults. It
2: says ages three up. <laughs>
0: okay. So, <laughs> so technically. So
2: technically, I'm in the up category <laughs> of that age limit. Um, but no part look, craft time is, is restricted to no, uh, December for me. I'll also sometimes do some nice Christmas cards and things like that. So yeah, what
0: you make them yourself?
2: I've done that in the past. Yeah. I won't be doing it anymore. Why? Weren't didn't they go, very good? Did not go well last time I did Why not? It a few years ago. Uh look, it's just like, you know, things didn't stick and then when they come in the mail. Like the the little th- like decorations I'd put on the card had fallen off and was like a blank piece of card, but it wasn't great. It wasn't a great uh, <laughs> yeah, aesthetic.
0: No, uh, blank piece of cardboard isn't the most festive <laughs> of decorations.
2: Um, but I'm, look, I'm surprised to know glue's not a bigger part of your life, Zach. You no, know, I did pick you as somebody who was making collages.
0: I don't think there's any glue in my house. Not that I can think of. You don't own glue. Well, I don't live with my parents, so I would have had to go out and. Buy glue.
2: So you don't have any kind of glue? A super glue? A a glue stick? There might
0: be a super glue.
2: Okay. I would have thought glue's a staple.
0: When was the last time you used glue?
2: Uh, I super glued my shoes a little while ago. (laughs) A few weeks ago.
0: (laughs) Oh, jeez. What? This is the diaries of a man (laughs) (laughs) whose life is falling apart.
2: No, no, no. Like is in uh, the Quite shoe. St- literally. Probably. <laughs> the shoe had started to come apart a bit. Yep. So I put some super glue in and reattached it. Right. Didn't work. <laughs>
0: part-time cobbler.
2: <laughs> Full-time radio host. Part-time cobbler.
0: What I do some cobbling on the side. <laughs> what do you do when your shoes fall apart? Buy new shoes. <laughs> I also have never had shoes fall apart. Haven't you? No. Like uh, oh. even when I was skateboarding. Really? And they would rip up the edges. I've never had a shoe fall apart. I know,
2: like, it's more that they like separate, the, the material separates from the plastic. Do you know what I mean? On the side of the shoe. Plastic? Be, yeah. Are you wearing croc? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I understand like canvas or like.
2: Yeah, the canvas r- separates from the plastic. What plastic? You rubber. Know, you, let, you mean let, rubber? Rubber, rubber. That's yeah. the letter mark <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it separates from that. You need super glue to put it back together.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah, so that's
2: that's when I use glue most of the time, to be yep. honest. I haven't used it a lot outside of that.
0: If you have any other ideas <laughs> of when you use glue... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. well, yeah, look, Maybe include that in your next correspondence. Yes,
2: we'd love to have you on the Collective Noun Forum. Um, if you've never been on before, if maybe you're a returning guest, it's open to all the Collective Noun Forum. All you have to do is search for Collective Noun on iTunes, leave your five-star rating, write whatever you want in the review, and we'll read it out next time on the show.
1: Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom.
2: Zach, right now, I want to stand in solidar- uh, solidarity with everybody around the country who maybe, like me, doesn't have the greatest diet. Yep. Uh, there's a lot of us out there, and we get shamed for not eating our five and two every day. And uh, tonight I want to stand with them and stand up for them.
0: Uh, right. Well, uh, a few things I'd say straight away. Yeah. Is you say you get shamed, but yes. like, no one's shaming you. You shame me on this show regularly about my diet. I mean, generally. <laughs> people who don't have good diets <laughs> don't get shamed.
2: Okay. Maybe they get and shamed. And secondly, yeah.
0: um, your diet, don't try to loop other people in with you. <laughs> You're going like, yeah, we all have a pretty bad diet. No, I think some people have like mm. slightly bad. Yeah. But I think yours is pretty extreme.
2: <laughs> well, here's the thing, right? We have chatted before that I have a lot of uh, like a, a ridiculous amount of cheese. Uh, yep. A lot of dairy in general. 30 in my diet. serves
0: in a day yep. on more than one
2: occasion. <laughs> That's true. Um, in the last
0: few weeks. <laughs> I need to point out. That's not all time.
2: No, no, I do. I, I like cheese. I like a lot of cheese. Um, but but here's the thing. Over the weekend, you know, after, you know, last Thursday night, I think we had some sort of a diet related chat. And I thought, you know what? Over the weekend, I'm yeah. going to make a concerted effort. I'm going to go out there and see if this healthy eating thing has some merit to it.
0: I've heard this before.
2: <laughs> so, well, I, I, I really put my mind to the task. I thought, you know what? Friday, Saturday, Sunday, yep. I'm going to eat healthy every one of those three days.
0: You are the John Farnham of diets. <laughs> You keep saying you're going to go on one, <laughs> and you never do. You never well, do. Well,
2: I'll explain my, my weekend eating to you then. Tell me what you think of this, right? Friday, a acai bowl for breakfast. Yeah. Healthy.
0: Well, Tick. yeah, I guess so.
2: Tick. Dinner, uh, I had some pumpkin risotto mm-hmm. uh, with broccoli mm-hmm. and capsicum. Yep. Tick.
0: Uh yeah, yep. I guess so.
2: Saturday, another acai bowl. Tick gone well so far, aren't we? Now there's a minor blemish Saturday night that I don't want to touch on too much. What was it? I did have a pizza. Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> um, but it was a pretty healthy pizza. No such thing.
2: <laughs> okay. So What just, was it? Uh it was a custom make your own pizza. Yeah, and what did um, you put on it? Uh I <laughs> put on it. Uh cheese, beef, yeah. uh spinach leaves, <laughs> tomato, <laughs> capsicum, and extra cheese. <laughs> you got extra cheese. <laughs> I did get extra cheese, yeah. Right. But you had to put four top or five toppings on it to reach your minimum quota, and those are the only ones I wanted. Okay. Anyway, just forget the pizza because the rest of the weekend was. Okay, but it's only three be- days. But
0: the point. So we're crossing <laughs> off one day. It it seems no, like a. We're crossing off one meal. It from sounds like a healthy lunch, not a diet. <laughs>
2: Anyway, then Sunday comes around, a side bowl and burrito bowl for dinner. Yeah, burrito bowl, like very healthy rice, um, vegetables, a bit of meat.
0: Yeah, but it's like barely any vegetables. You're talking about also <laughs> buying these from like fast food chains. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like you're not so, making it yourself. <laughs> so you had you had pizza one night. <laughs> You had a burrito from a fast food chain the next night and that's your diet.
2: (laughs) And anyway, so here I was thinking I've eaten much healthier over this weekend. I've cut out a lot of the bad stuff I'd normally have. Oh, I also
0: did. Wait, 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 wait. The pizza and the burrito, that's it cutting down.
2: It's a burrito bowl. They're healthy. They're because a healthy choice. How many pizzas do you usually have? The place I went, <laughs> the place I went had healthy Mexican food was their slogan or something in the title. Yeah, okay. Right? So that's good. Uh, I did also have, now I think about it, there was half wheel of brie on Saturday. But,
0: but for the most part. I mean, in moderation. <laughs> you, you had some capsicum on your pizza the night before. A couple of spinach leaves?
2: <laughs> um, no. Look, my point is, compared to my normal weekend, much healthier. It's an improvement, right? Maybe it's starting from a low base, but yeah. it's still a big improvement. Yeah. So I thought, how good's this going to be? Um, I've looked after myself. Yeah. Uh, I'm ready to take on a new week. Expecting to wake up today feeling better than ever, healthier than ever, looking great, feeling what?
0: great. After the extra cheesy pizza <laughs> and the half a wheel of brie?
2: I'm telling you, it's cutting down. That's less than usual. (laughs) But then I wake up today, and there, as you can see, is quite a large pimple just above, uh, next to my nose, on the left side of my face, Yep. just sitting there. Now, I've not had a pimple this big. I'm I'm nearly 24. I'm not meant to have pimples anymore, Mm. right? Well, as you said... Well, normally it's associated with acne with teenage years, but I've had this massive pimple just pop up here. The biggest one I've had probably since high school. Yes. Just pop up. Now this happens directly after the healthy eating weekend, the clean eating weekend that I had, this pimple appears. Mm -hmm. Now, if this is not vindication, that my old diet, my old diet never did this to me. Steaks every night did not give me this pimple. Yep. Do you know what I mean?
0: Well, they did because you've had pimples before. Yeah, not
2: this bad though. My point is <laughs> I go healthy for a weekend. They're unrelated. I go healthy for a weekend and my body can't handle it. My first body's thing, like, you no. didn't go
0: healthy. That's the first thing. Uh, and secondly, they're yeah. unrelated. I mean, diet mm. could be a contributing factor towards pimples. Yeah. But that's not the sole factor.
2: So you think just the one weekend I changed to a healthy diet. It you
0: didn't change. <laughs> you I had, look, you had <laughs> takeaway Mexican, a pizza with extra cheese <laughs> And half a wheel of brie. <laughs> I'm telling you, Zach, it's healthier than usual. What do you know? You, honestly, want to know what your issue is? Yeah, is that you expect that mm. you have one healthy meal? Yes. And that you're gonna you're gonna suddenly be healthy? Not the case. Not the case. <laughs> you have to eat
2: a lot of vegetables every day if you this, want to be healthy. Do you know, this is like when I went to the gym for that PT session. Yes,
0: this is what I'm saying. <laughs> And you thought you'd be ripped. It doesn't work like that. You told me it would take like a year. Yes.
2: I don't have a year to go to the gym. Yes, you do. Well, I don't (laughs) know. What you're saying is you don't want to go for a year. Uh, look, the point is, uh, to, uh, today I had a burger. I'm back did early. you? I did. <laughs> I'm, I'm off the clean eating, and, and, and John
0: Farnham's <laughs> gone around again.
1: Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Collective Nouns <laughs> Pet Name Game.
0: Thirteen, ten, sixty. It's the game anyone with a pet can play. Mm. You tell us the pet's name and we can instantly tell you what type of animal it is. It's a theory we have that we're putting to the test. Now, we might have to adjust the formula a little
2: bit. Look, sometimes, like where the theory's correct, yes. but sometimes the formatics within the, the theory... Nitty needs nitty-gritty
0: that we have to get right.
2: ...needs some tinkering. And that's, that's. I mean, it might sound confusing, but that's science. What can I say?
0: It's science for you. Uh, mm. Nicola from Sydney, what is your pet's name? Uh, my pet's name is Chups Brew. Okay. Not like, yeah, chips, bro, but in a
2: kiwi accent. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Um, so
0: instantly, I'm thinking, well, mm. seagulls like fish and chips. They do. But I don't think you're allowed to keep seagulls domestically. Are you
2: allowed to domestically keep kiwis, like the New Zealand native bird? I wouldn't have thought. I don't so. think so.
0: <laughs> but maybe they have an exotic animal. Yeah. Um. Remember beached as the whale. <laughs> I do. Yeah. I mean,
2: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess it's unlikely Nicholas has got a whale,
0: uh,
2: but not impossible. Yeah, that's
0: true. But there was also a, <laughs> a pelican in that video.
2: Yeah, I still don't think Nicholas has got a pelican, though. I'm just saying. I'm throwing animals the, out there. Look, the theory, Zach, yeah. uh, has to work with, with more than whales and, and pelicans. Well, what do you think?
0: Is that getting any juices flowing?
2: Uh, I reckon Chops Bro is a dog.
0: What, unrelated else? to what I was saying.
2: Oh, I'm just, this is what the theory's telling me. Okay, I'm right? the willing to go
0: with you. Yes. But I feel like every time we do that, yeah. I'm right. So let's see.
2: <laughs> Nicola, what is your pet? She is actually a cat. Oh! <gasps> see, I got the four legs, I got the <laughs> yeah. tail. The theory was very close. Why chop sprue for the cat?
1: Um, just one night, we were really hammered and laying in bed and thought, how funny it would it be to call a black and white cat with socks chopped
0: brew? That's, yep. that's literally the story. I was overthinking okay. it. Yep, you, you, we really were. I should have known that it was a, it was a name that came up when they were hammered. <laughs> yep. And not a link to a viral <laughs> video from 10 years ago. <laughs>
2: uh, Dave's in Victoria. Dave, what's your pet's name? Charlie, mate. Charlie. Okay. Charlie
0: in the chocolate factory. We have uh, Charlie Brown, Snoopy yes. the dog. Okay. Um,
2: uh, well, I mean, the first two you mentioned, one was a human, and one was a, a cartoon portrayal of a human. Yep. Um, so I'm not sure that exactly counts. I was thinking, what was was Charlie bit my finger? Was that another? Just going back on old viral videos. No, those
0: were two humans. Two humans. But as It well? could be an animal that likes to bite. That's
2: true. That yeah, makes sense. That's what I think it
0: would probably be. And I'm thinking cat. Because cat? Cats can bite a little bit. They thinking, can get bitey. I
2: was thinking guinea pig. Although Dave doesn't sound like a guinea pig owner. To I think it's a cat, Dave. Okay, what Dave, do you think? Is Charlie a cat?
0: Nah, nah you're wrong. mate, it's a horse. A horse.
2: horse. Why, why, Charlie the horse? Uh, I don't know, mate. Me daughter didn't help name it, um, so I don't know why. I just yeah, somehow <laughs> it just came out as Charlie. Okay. Well, you know what? I, I, the, it's
0: these backstories that are throwing me off a little bit, dumb.
2: That's it because you know it's
0: hard to follow that. It's hard to follow that when when a daughter just randomly picks a name. Yeah. I mean, they're more than welcome to do that, but that makes it hard for us to apply our scientific theory.
2: Uh, Candace in Newcastle, what's your pet's name? Pearl. Pearl, okay.
0: Now I'm thinking uh, Spongebob Squarepants. Yep,
2: Pearl is the daughter of Mr. Krabs. Yep,
0: who's a whale.
2: N- no, Mr. Krabs is a crab.
0: <laughs> yes, but his daughter is a whale.
2: His daughter is a whale. Okay. Who is Pearl. <laughs> yes. So it's um, but maybe because Mr. Krabs, maybe Pearl is a crab. Because yep. again, I think it's unlikely Candace has a whale.
0: I mean, I don't but It could know. be a fish. See, this is what I'm saying. They're related. I'm not literally saying it's a whale or okay. a pelican. Okay, if right. I say pelican, I mean bird. <laughs> all right, well, do you want to go fish? Yes, 100%. Okay. Candace, is Pearl
1: a fish? No, not at all. It's a chicken. Why Pearl? It's, it's chicken because um, it is. Um, it's a large chicken that's white and it has like a mother of pearl kind of look. And my yep. son okay. um, decided to call it pearl.
2: Fair enough. You know, we had a lot of kids naming the pets, and I think that yes. threw the theory off.
1: Um, who, who would have thought? Yeah.
0: Um, that when we are trying to name it with Crusty the Crab references, (laughs) we still didn't get it when a kid had made the name.
2: Uh, And and look, you know what? I know you might be listening to this and thinking, geez, that theory hasn't worked out. Not true. Uh, The
0: theory's fine. It just needs a bit
2: more tinkering. A bit more
0: tinkering, and I reckon we
2: got it. And next week, Zach, I'm sure we'll go three from three. This
1: is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom.
0: Now, Dom, I was telling you earlier that today, for the first time ever, Mm. I babysat my baby niece all day. Uh, and I was very nervous leading into it because I'd never done it before.
2: No, it was a new experience for you, and uh, and from the sounds of the story, you tackled it with aplomb. You did well.
0: Well, thank you, Dom. And I realized that I shouldn't be nervous because I've actually had the perfect training mm. for spending a day with a 15-month-year-old. Yeah. Um, this radio show.
2: <laughs> See, I knew this was coming. Uh, <laughs> I knew when you said that you've had the perfect training for babysitting for a day <laughs> that this was somehow going to tie back to me.
0: What do you got? Well, would you like to know mm. how... Hanging out with you and hanging out with my 15-month-old <laughs> baby or similar.
2: I mean, I, I'm not sure I'd like to know, but I don't think that's going to stop you.
0: The first similarity. <laughs> yep. Awake in the middle of the night.
2: Okay. No, that one's not too embarrassing. That's true. With this show, I am up late.
0: The second thing. Yep. have to have a nap in the middle of the day or else <laughs> I get cranky.
2: Yeah, I do love my nap. Can you tell I didn't have one
0: tonight? No, I yeah, can't actually. Yeah,
2: was, I've been a little bit sharper around the place.
0: Uh, number three, hmm. sleep uh, in a room next to their parents. <laughs> applies both to you, Don, and my baby niece. Hey, but I've got a big boy's broom. I got, I got my own one. Yeah, you uh, sleep in a racing car bed. All right. uh, number four, mm. your fave food is cheese sticks and warm milk.
2: <laughs> That's true. I do love cheese and milk. You're not wrong. How many of these do you have? One more. Okay.
0: Uh, the fifth reason yep. why you are similar to my baby niece yes. is you both have to be constantly supervised so you don't put rocks in your mouth. <laughs>
2: That was once <laughs> uh, That is all we got time uh, for On the show tonight uh, Zach's going to sing me a lullaby Off the sleep <laughs> tonight uh, If you don't want to hear the full show bag Search for Collective Noun on iTunes You can grab the podcast there Till tomorrow at 11 That's us out Bye
1: That's all from Collective Noun Grab podcasts and videos online On Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy